I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Tom Cruise. And your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sans Spance radio podcast. Wow. Hey, Jack, this is the president, Sleepy Joe Biden, and you're listening to my favorite podcast in the world. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. Welcome to Hey, fam. What's I brought up? A, bring it back. The classic intro. Of people, a lot of people have been writing in saying, bring it back. Yeah. Just for one. one oh, episode. these are like those McDonald's cups. Yeah, interesting that you chose. We, I, I poured two glasses of water, water in my Kirby 30th anniversary glasses. Yeah. And there's classic Kirby and then, the, of course, the modern iteration that we're sure. familiar with. And you went straight for the modern. Well, it's like the one that was in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of thought it like... Unless you thought I was in a spy movie where I switch out glasses because of paranoia of poisoning. No, of course I was grabbing this. Someone um, go back and yeah, like alter one of those movies so that they're drinking out of Kirby glasses and it's the, the Waddle D one that poisons the, the good guy. Yeah, put it in Fast 10 just after uh, Tej says Roman noodles at <laughs> the Corona. They should have a scene where they just keep handing Corona, like just edit it. Just the same Corona back and forth with like really uncomfortable, like <laughs> rustling of shirts and sleeves sound effects. Or maybe Han grab like the actually gets poisoned from the uh, the Pete Pete Davidson oh, the, cupcake. Yeah. He gets roofied by and just dies. <laughs> Man, you know, I was like, I, I spent a lot of time, and I know you do as well. But I spent a lot of time thinking about the Fast and Furious franchise, in particular, oh, yeah. the course correction that I think will probably have to occur um, at some point. Not now, but this series I think is like. Far too big to sustain its current form. Mm. The money just it cost, cast alone and cast. I mean, just, you know, when Justin Lin left, he still got like he had a contract, which meant he got full pay still for two, for two movies. Yeah, so that's like a bulk of money because he was like, he was going to do Fast Ten and then Fast Ten Two, whatever the yeah. fuck they call it. Uh, so during the, the, during their money, plan is to call it Furious Ten. I mean, that'd be sick. It also make no sense, but also. <laughs> It's so sick that they won't do it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, actually, I did send you that most recent, and it's probably he's probably posted 10 since, but uh, at, at, when this episode goes out in an hour. But that video of um, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel and, Han. and the actor who plays Han just, like, sitting... I don't know where they are. Is it the Dominican Republic? They're somewhere in, like, uh, islands. Is it Cayman Islands? Sorry, it's a Cayman yeah, yeah, Islands. Yeah. And they're just sitting there, and it's kind of like... It looks like it could be Han looks a hostage wrecked. video, but it also looks like yeah. he's emotionally wrecked. That he's, or he was asleep, and Vin's like pulled him out of curtains bed. open. Yeah. He's like rise and shine. This is, and they're just sitting there. And the first, it's maybe a five minute video. The first two it's, minutes, it's, is, dude, it's like it's not even two minutes, but it feels it feels like, like yeah, five yeah. minutes. Let's just going with my timing. Uh, <laughs> pretend it's five minutes. The first two minutes, because I, I don't have enough time. I don't have the brain capacity to. Uh, I don't even know the word. Substitute the time or whatever. Figure out the time. Figure out time. In that first five minutes, sorry, the first two minutes, absolute silence. Yeah, yeah, just looking at the camera. (laughs) And like Han does not want to be. He's just like, I hate you. And then Vin just goes on to say, like, we're listening to all your feedback. But it's interesting. It's kind of like he doesn't say, like, we're loving all your messages. He's like, we're going to listen to your feedback before going forward with the sequel, which is such a weird Mm. video to put out. But the weirdest thing to me is. That this part one of a movie has not been shot in conjunction with part two. Little B is going to be like 23 when, like, the actor that plays Little B is going to be so old. Yeah. For the following scene of like, are they going to be like, oh, the dam had some like hormones in it and you've just grown five years? Well, so yeah, I, we, all, we both listened to the, the blank check 
Well, no, it's it's what's the podcast? Uh, I don't know what the podcast is called. Uh, it's I a real, it's a real odd, odd name. It's like a, I don't know. But I don't Griffin know if Newman they talk about Check was music. On. Sorry, but movies all the time. I think they just picked. They did. A, they did a Fast Ten episode, and um, and they bring up a great point that like every other movie that's done a cliffhanger, mm. a la Fast Ten, where you know it, it's shot back it's to like, back. Part, that's the end of part I one. Think and Dead Reckoning part two. has was yeah. one big production essentially. You know, apparently it's it's far from finished though the second one, so that might be in a similar boat. Oh, and same with um across the Spider Verse. So, so maybe yeah, maybe they're this, not coming this going out rogue. next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was reading an interview with Haley Steinfeld, and they're like, uh, the interviewer was like, "Oh, so you ready to do like for the next one to come out next year?" And she's like, "Oh, I recorded my lines for Across the Spider Verse Beyond. What was the sequel called? Beyond Across. Across, and the next one called Beyond. Um, four and a half years ago, <laughs> and I haven't even got a script for this one yet." So it's like, oh, this movie's not coming out next year. Yeah, why? Like, why did that? Why is that date there? Know. That's that's bonkers. Yeah, but yeah, they haven't even. There's not even a script for part two of Fast Ten. But this is what I was thinking in a roundabout way. Course correction, because mm. I think it's going to come. I think I don't think a reboot anytime soon. I think though, in 15 years, we will see a Fast and Furious reboot with Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel's almost 60. Which is absurd. Yeah. But I think we're going to see a reboot in like 10 to... I mean, you know what? 10 years, I think. Because they'll want to keep it fresh in people's minds still. They don't want it to be too obscure. I honestly think... Because we know we're going to be getting spin-offs. As we know, uh, um, Hobbs is getting a spin-off film <laughs> by himself. Hobbs minor short. I just hope they don't do that. Like, But I feel like... It's the opposite of the Sony Spider-Man movies. They just will do this. I guarantee you, and I think you and I should develop this with Justin Lin, Tokyo Drift 2, a straight up sequel, not just about Han, like an undercover. Oh yeah, that'd be great. A Han spinoff I would actually... Low budget, like Joker it, like 50 million, just like... The only low budget movie ever made. Well, the only low budget movie that was part of a giant franchise and made heaps of money because they didn't have to pay Vin Diesel $100 million to agree (laughs) to do it. But how good... And just call it Tokyo Drift 2... You haven't got Sean or Bow Wow. They're still in uh, whatever, like Germany building rockets. It's just Han undercover, like doing a thing that he owes someone. And maybe bring Giselle or someone, like someone from the Fast family with him. But just straight up, maybe like... It's only in Tokyo the whole time. No more glow popping. No glow popping. Keep the budget low. He's back. And maybe it's... Or maybe it's the years that he spent living there during nine I kind of would just like to... Like, I want him to leave, leave and just have his yeah, own... Because yeah. I feel like he's... <laughs> the first thing he says is, fuck family. I think, like, honestly, he was, he's was he been done such a disservice after all the, like, Justice for Han, everything. Yeah, they like, brought him back to then have him do nothing in Fast 10. Yeah, like, I like his... I, I, I still think his back, coming back at 9 is great. It suits the stakes and, like, in-universe explanation for yeah, things yeah. at that point. But at 10, he's on Tinder and eating muffins that... Lace him for a minute, Max. And then he gets in a fist fight with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, sure. Sure. And then just, that's fine. That's, but yeah, I honestly, And then he dies in a plane crash. But you know end. what? Because Tokyo Drift has such a strong fan base. Is he on the plane with everyone? Yeah, because it's Ramsey, Tej. So. It's and everyone, Ro- except yeah. Obviously, for, they don't die. But like, no one's dead. Um, and if they are, they'll be... Moving, moving forward, everyone, we are going to constantly... We're going to, every week, we're going to spoil Fast 10. Yeah. Until Fast until, 11 comes out. That's how... That's Until we're hired as consultants. Yeah. But don't you think that would be sick? And it makes sense because Tokyo has such a... Tokyo Drift, the original, has such a... I'm already calling it the original, despite the fact there's only one. It has such a huge following. Yeah, like, absolutely. A you bring following. back yeah. um, uh, Neptunes to do the soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, because all that stuff that was in fashion then is in fashion again now. Yeah. And just shoot it on location in Tokyo again. Maybe go to Yokohama. Fucking initial D energy, Ridge Racer energy. You know what I mean? Yep. Just like lean and make it just like a car racing movie with him having to like maybe uh, Donnie Brasco at go undercover and like infiltrate. No, and reference the first Fast movie. With reference the, the first one with DK yeah, yeah. Drift King. Man, have Drift King back in it again. Who's that? DK. He's like the villain, Drift King. Oh, okay, right. He don't die at the end of that one. No, he just okay, cool. he's just like sh- bring shame to his family. Just bring maybe someone. It's like oh, I'm Drift King's son because who who remembers? Well, Drift King's Drift King. the same age as Han, the, the actor though. Oh, he's he's like a but cast someone like you know people know, um, like what Astro Boy or something. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you mean. You actually you, was 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 Drift King Japanese? Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Oh, no, you, oh wait, King. in Tokyo Drift, you mean not the yeah. first Fast movie? No, no, no. Drift King's okay. a character in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. DK. Now. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, bring yeah. him back. 
I remember. Ha- bring how- the Hulk car back. Bring the co- yeah, bring the Hulk car back, and he's I think updated put, it to like Bow a wow flash car. Well, you know what? They couldn't do that now because I read this week that Marvel got the they finally got the rights from Universal for Hulk. So the Hulk so uh, Universal, roller coaster only, is going to leave Universal soon. It's going to be replacing Splash Mountain. Uh, they've removed all of the racist elements from Splash Mountain. They're putting them into the Hulk ride. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. It's just Hulk and the Tar Baby. I'm trying to think of yeah. my most racist yeah. shit from uh... the Tar. Ba- I remember the Tar Baby. I had the, I had a book on tape of the Tar Baby, the Brer Rabbit, like yeah. the, the Disneyfied one. Yeah, which I'm sure I could fetch for a pretty penny on Hulk like... of the South, the roller coaster experience. Well, uh, what is it? Uh, Old Man Logan. They're like racist Hulks. Remember? Yeah, of course. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then him Hawk Man, they should just straight up make that. Make all that. J Ran. Because Jeremy Renner, right? No, I mean it's Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye's in it. Logan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Marvel character Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> uh I don't know. Yeah, it's they, something, they, made, kind they of made an old man Hawkeye spin-off of that as well. Oh sick. He's Not blind, enough, isn't sure, he? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's boring as shit. Yeah, it's like all the other like um year ones they released or year twos after like one really good one and they're yeah. like oh you know what i actually think uh green arrow needs a year one and you're like probably doesn't like that one isn't that bad oh, there despite is one? being written by i just uh, made that yeah up. you guys who wrote it uh kevin smith i think it's kevin smith oh really yeah yeah <laughs> they wouldn't give him a oh no no it's the guy who it's the tv writer who did like alias and stuff not oh judd yeah. winnick is that guy maybe i yeah. don't know but yeah tokyo drift 2 how fucking sick is that? It hit me the other day. Yeah, don't even need to call it Fast and Furious. No, just, just Tokyo, Tokyo Drift, Drift 2. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Tokyo Drift knee. <laughs> Shin Tokyo Drift. Oh, that's good. That's sick. And oh, you yeah. know what? Let's get uh, um, Anno involved. Man, a Kojima fucking cameo. Sure. You're just yeah. naming Japanese people you like. No, I'm naming Japanese people I love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be sick. We saw Shin Ultraman last week. Was it last week? Yeah, it was like the day... The day I saw three movies. That's right. We left my house and you were kind of having, I guess, like a an out-of-body experience during like maybe two-thirds of the way through Shin Dude, Ultraman. So I, you started I, confusing. I, I, so I fell. I, you know, three movies you in one like, day um, is too many, too many movies You're for like, me. <laughs> three hours ago, I am watching... Yeah. <laughs> I am watching Elemental. In that's what, no, legitimately. I like. I had a moment. That's where, what I mean. You were like Doctor Manhattan. Because you turned to me and you're like, "Man, I'm confused on the movie I'm watching." <laughs> I, I think like, you like time. I like. Traveled. I like slightly. Like you did that thing where you half fall asleep. Like I was, I'm just gonna rest my eyes for a moment and then like plot points from <laughs> Elemental and the like, Flash. Where's the Flash in Ultraman? Like all the like the you know the board of figures in, in oh, Ultraman. You saw Flash that day as well. Yeah, and so like they were talking about things that happened in Elemental and like and I was just like. What, what am I doing? Like, and then woke up and you were there. And I'm being like, hey man, have you got any more of those M&Ms? Like, I need to stay you awake. You Doc Manhattan. I, I think you were like transcending too. time. Yeah. Like, and then it's so annoying. Like of all the movies to fall asleep through, why did it have to be that one? The Flash like, should have been it. Absolutely. I mean, man. even Bruce Wayne falls asleep in the, the Flash scene in Batman vs Superman. Yeah, they I, had to I, I CGI someone, his eyes. I saw open. someone tweet the other day that was like, I fell asleep watching BVS and woke up just as that scene came on. And he's like, I had no fucking idea. Of like the, the flash going, it's, yeah. it's Lois. It's he's Lois like, is what? the key. Yeah. And he's like, what am I watching? Did, so did they ever reference that ever again? Nope. It was laying the groundwork I guess, for like nine sequels that never happened. Oh, that's so funny. It was going to be like the big ending of, well, you can read the script of Justice League 2. I, w- I wonder if you you if if they kept Zack Snyder on board. I'm not saying do we are we at the point where we are at DCU and those movies are good, but are they at least better? I think they're, they're better because vision. they're tonally yeah. consistent. Yeah, like I don't like Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I can see why people love it because it's what they were promised. Sure, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, the, the the whole thing with Justice League too, the script is bonkers. There's like. The Riddler's dying and they go to like South America and he's living by himself. Wait, what's this in? So Justice League 2, the movie, you can read the script. Remember there was like an art exhibit. When was the Riddler going to be introduced? Well, this is it. Remember there was an art exhibit like when Zack Snyder's Justice League came out and they had like concept art for like the the sequel that never happened. So there was a story outline. You can read it online. I'm probably butchering it, but the whole movie is set in that nightmare sequence. Right. It's all set with like Batman has guns and kills people. Superman's a villain. It's basically Injustice where Superman's been turned bad because Lois is killed. Yeah, okay, sure. And isn't that like a Mortal Kombat spin-off plot point? 
That's yeah, that happens in Injustice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. Superman is. Bad. So I think that's like Zack Snyder's second reference point for Superman. The first is him getting the shit kicked out of him in The Dark Knight Returns, <laughs> and the opening um, animation yeah, for yeah. Injustice when his son it. was playing it or something. <laughs> so that was like the whole second movie, and it was like. Cyborg and Flash were together There was all like Atomic Wasteland or whatever But at one point They have to go somewhere And they like Find the Riddler And he's like dead Living It's so It's like The whole The whole The whole whole like um, Justice League 2 script Is like A series of scenes Of Jimmy Olsen Being like shot in the head yeah, great. It's like that for the whole thing. It's like, oh, you know, who do you like? The penguin? Yeah. He's a pedophile on this one. I got cancer. And you're just like, what is this? But yeah. Um, when I kill you, and I will fucking, fucking kill, kill you. Wasn't every, remember every, that every was. Every gets to tell another character that they'll fucking kill them. Yeah, they just keep one. Remember that was his final appearance for a while until he came back and like. <laughs> I mean, I'm, honestly, that's better than everything he did in The Flash. So. Oh, yeah. Like, it's sick that he told the Joker that he's going to fucking it's kill insane. him. It's insane. so stupid. And they filmed like, it, like, in Zack Snyder's pool house or something is my favorite part. And they're like, we're in, not in giving you money to make this. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. I'm filming it in my backyard. Yeah. Please don't film. Uh, please promise that you won't film any new content for Zack Snyder's oh. Justice League. No, then, I don't think I will. No, I don't think I will. And then he cast... A random, like, not a big actor to play Green Lantern. And they're like, you better not be bringing Green Lantern into this. He's like, I'm not. And then shot, like, he came down at the end. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, fixed it as Marshall. It's just, man, it's absurd. The reason why I was speaking about Zack Snyder is because our worlds collided today, this week, in a video of um, our favorite film um, <laughs> analyst, The Real Soups, was at the... <laughs> was at the, um, the Netflix... Like Investor Day or whatever, where they like what was, what was it called? Ta dum. It's that sound when you turn on the. It's like dum. Oh, what? That's what it is. I thought it was a. You know how like Kylie Minogue has that song called Padam Padam Padam. Yeah, it, ta-dum, it, ta-dum. it's so stupid. Um, and Soup's uh, interviewed Zach and Deborah. Like, I, I legitimately thought it was like some like island that I've never heard of, and that's where Netflix were for the. No, day. it's literally what like, they call Tulum the because of uh, the Mexico. the onomatopoeic sound. Right. Ta-dum. What would, so HBO or if, if well, Max whatever the fuck would they just want to call like ha yeah the, you're about to see titties and hear swearing um, buckle up buckle up buckaroos uh, yeah you're, so you're we about to see the, the weekend be the worst actor you've ever seen dude it's so that show is fascinating <laughs> I, I I'm just watching it through clips now I watched episode two out of like curiosity um, that was I'd seen the clips already but. It's so funny because parts of that show I really like. I, Entourage parts. It's corny as hell, but I really yeah, like it because it looks good. It's shot beautifully. <laughs> and then he comes around and then he comes around. <laughs> but yeah, I watched that one where he was like literally saying like, yeah, open up that tiny little. <laughs> yeah. It's just- and he's just like, what the fuck? And I keep, every time I watch it, I'm like, man, if they had an actual actor in that role, it would be kind of interesting. Like. Yeah, but it just feels like he he he's like I want my character to say this now, and also oh, the, totally. char- the character is me. Oh, totally. Yeah. But I mean, like if you know, if there was a different actor, I'm sure there'd be a different script, or at least different dialogue, and there's potential for like an interesting story there about a. Because to me, he's not threatening. He's just seedy, mm. and I think he's supposed to be threatening, but he does not have the like gravitas to pull off threatening. Like I keep waiting for one of the other actors to be like, get out of here the weekend. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Because like, Go back I, to I think the Lily Super Bowl Rose the Depp weekend. is really good in it. I believe her, what she's going through. I think like the, the, the entourage, her friend. And, and like at its core, it's an interesting concept to explore. Totally. Especially it's, with like, I love that like one of the Blackpink. Yeah. Um, Jenny or something. Yeah. Uh, she's in it. Yeah. Is, one is of her the character Blackpinks. called Jenny in it? Or maybe she's. I think the, the goal is. That's yeah. right. She's, yeah. And like, that that stuff's really interesting, and I still think like the potential cult leader stuff is interesting. But he just can't pull it off. It needs to be like an actor. Yeah, totally. Your debut performance should not be. <laughs> well, no, his debut performance is playing himself in Uncut Gems, which yep. he's great at because he knows it. Yeah. But your debut performance should not be like that demanding. Like the second lead of a show where you're a cult leader, and like you don't have the chops. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. I totally agree with you. I, I, um, I'm agreeing too. But Shin Ultraman was the movie we saw, my, 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 the movie that I trip balls through. Um, and it's so I've now seen, well, I've seen most of <laughs> even though I've, I've seen you still Shin, Shin Godzilla. It. You still haven't completed the trilogy. Yeah, you're right. Um, Shin, Shin Godzilla, 
Shin Ultraman comes next, and mm. then um, I saw Shin Kamen Rider in Japan. But they just uh, announced that that's coming to Amazon, Amazon Prime worldwide. Well, two hundred countries. Oh, surely we're one of the two hundred. I hope Vin in the Cayman Islands is. Uh, <laughs> hope they're getting it. <laughs> hope Han. give Han something to do. Yeah, I mean, maybe I hope he gets it because then that could spur Han on to be like, I think I want to do a Tokyo Drift sequel. Was he in one of the Star Wars series we saw? Was he in yeah, he was uh, Inquisitor in Obi Wan. Oh, that I sucks. He was we didn't get to see his face. Did we? Fifth brother, but. He'll be back in something. Okay. Yeah. He'll be like, these things jump around time, you know? Put him in Andor. Hard, hardcore, hardcore. Yeah. Have him play Han Solo. It's not just, don't worry about Alden Ehrenreich. They should have just hired, they should have hired him. Yeah. That would have been sick. Uh, um, I love Shin Ultraman. It was amazing. I was so, it's funny going, so Shin, Shin Godzilla is the first one. Again, directed Wait, shout by out to the guy who came up to us before the film started and shook our hands. And said, wow, Angus Truscott and Levens. That should be how we're greeted. No, it's, it's Angus Truscott and Levens. And then, no, yeah, it was like, it's Angus Truscott and Levens. It was like <laughs> when Skinner sees Ralph's Star Wars figures and yeah. he's like, they're all here. I don't know if you listen to the show, but you've set the bar. Oh, no, he's in our, he's in oh, our, is pay, he? uh, our Discord. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, now you've, you've done a... A, a great and a terrible thing uh, I loved that But the terrible thing is No one's shaking my hands When I walk into cinemas anymore I want that kind of like Welcome sir You know what I mean? Like, yeah sure I love okay. that Just no, a, That was, that a, was a, the a, best The announcement that you've arrived That was my favourite part uh, <laughs> And the film was also good Yeah But yeah so Shin Godzilla Directed by Hideaki Arno no, he, Oh yeah Hideaki yeah, yeah. Arno um, Of Evangelion fan Fame. Um, He's he, also a fan. Oh, he hates Evangelion. I think I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched enough to know that he hates it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he uh, Shin Godzilla was like very much like yeah, like you know, taking that idea of a classic monster movie, but instead of it being like all about the destruction, it's like it was, the bureaucracy. Yeah. It how does like, the government deal with a threat like Godzilla? And yeah. It was comical, um, but. Also reminded me a lot of like the way he shoots those scenes. Like uh, we forget, like when you think of Evangelion, you think of like a lot of the striking imagery, like the angels, the Evangelions fighting, semen on a boy's hand. <laughs> you think of those still shows, but so much of that show is set at like desks and people Absolutely. talking, yeah, yeah. and the script is so good that they're so riveting. Like you're seeing Masato. And the voice performance is so good Frustrated too. at yeah. their inability to do things, and God, Shin Godzilla was like. I remember watching it being like, oh, it's like a whole spin-off movie if it was set inside <coughs> Nerve with like day-to-day pencil pushes. Yeah, totally. Dealing with the angels and the Evangelion destruction. And it had had some funny moments in it, but for the most part, like it was, you know, it felt like an Arno movie. Yeah. This is directed by... It was by- weird as well with like, you know, he lent heavily into let's really... Alien of fire Godzilla. Yeah, he like, looks fucked up he when he fucked. moves around. It's he's like best. a snake thing, <laughs> and he's like yeah. got these huge eyes that haven't developed like lids yet. And then by the end of it, he's like this giant, terrifying. He looks like scarier. He, it was like yeah. the first time Godzilla's like looked truly scary. Um, Besides Roland Emmerich's um, Godzilla. So yeah, even though Shin Ultraman came out a couple of years after that, a few years ago, we only just got it. I watched Shin Kamen Rider. Yeah, it's like the next you know because that was Shin movie that I saw when, when I was in, in Japan. Japan, and. Um, were you familiar with the Kamen Rider lore? Or? Yeah, I mean, I've seen... Shout out to, to Chloe Cade from our Discord who uh, reposts Kamen Rider clips on their Twitter. I've seen, like, clips, Constantly, yeah. and, like, I've, just through what they share, I'm like, I have a pretty good good concept of what this is about. It's, like, special um, belts. And I've watched some of the opening theme songs because they go real hard. And, I mean, um, like, the from what I understand, is like, there's, like, a villain group. I forget their name. Yeah, like I did know it. Acronym, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, I have one of their masks. And they kind of, like take people and like they're like bionic like they do experiments exactly common yeah. writers like an escaped one yes yeah, yeah you get the, the, the general gist of it oh totally yeah um none of there's no real like that none of that government scene stuff is, is sure. in it um and i've uh, seen one clip and it's just like insanely violent action and it it's rules. so good and, and shot like, at like daytime in a forest yeah like this is sick and, and so the sound effects are crazy and like the, but there's also just like baffling plot points in it and yeah. like big twists and sudden deaths of people that you thought were main characters it's such a cool like it kind of reminds me of like what like i guess tarantino's choices in filmmaking where he's just like we have this guy who created something that's like so beloved so wholly original almost also an albatross around his neck like he's kind of like haunted by evangelion but he's making these films that are not inspired by like these these, these remind me if like if, if George Lucas had the rights to Flash Gordon, yeah, this is him. You know how he wanted the rights, this he is couldn't him get stu- them. Yeah, and he like, you know, so he, he made Star student, Wars. There's student films of him 
as, as Ultraman, Ultraman yeah. doing Kamen Rider shit when he was younger. Um, it's just so cool so to see a guy who could probably do get budget for any original idea he had now being like one of the most celebrated animated directors and like just a cult of personality as well. But he's doing like these kind of hokey but deconstructed but with so much love you can yeah. tell there's so much a big part of him that yeah. he's got to do them right by what his idea of the series and i guess is. it doesn't like translate 100 percent to us but i suppose it's like when you see a director you love doing like a great adaptation of a comic or something yeah you totally. know what i mean yeah. like it's like it must feel so good there because when i was uh the last time i was in japan jr the the national like railway Thing It was a big Ultraman. I think it was like Ultraman's 50th or 60th birthday. And you could get like custom stamps at every station. And my dad, oh, this wasn't the last time I went, like two times ago. He got he got hooked on it and we had to like stamp his Ultraman book everywhere we went. He that had rules. to like find it. And it's just like that ubiquitous thing. Like, Japan has something for everyone's autism. 100%. But yeah, it, that, like these characters are so ubiquitous there. Like they are there. You know, they're, they're they're like Superman, and yeah, I mean, I, I would I would almost say that like Ultraman from, is kind of Superman, from, an alien who from, comes from a, down. I would say like that those kind of characters almost belong to the world as opposed to America. So I would say that like this Kamen Rider is more like if someone made a Rocketeer movie now. Or yeah, like these like American pulp characters, sure. but also like I guess they are like inherently American in their like truth creation, the way, and yeah. it's just like I guess the fact they have spread across the world is just. Because Western culture has like dominated our country, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Whereas like Ultraman, I know there's like big legal battles where like other countries were making it, and they're like they, something to do with the naming rights. I think really? it was like maybe the Philippines what or somewhere. Ultra, Ultraman. Yeah, they yeah. call them something else in different countries because they think it was one. Of no, those. but that's like the Japanese don't say Ultra. It's, well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah fuck. But he was kind of like Superman. He's an alien. Who's learning about humans by defending them? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like, so this movie is very much like a, it feels like a sequel. To this is Shin by a different Godzilla. director. This is not uh, though. It was Anno, the producer of Shin the producer Godzilla. who yeah. went, the last time I was in Japan, I went to this like whiskey bar that was right near my Airbnb, and it was like the size of your bathroom. And there's just like signed Anno stuff I mean, behind. No one the listening counter. knows how big my bathroom is. No, but you can take gigantic. A guess. Yeah, it's like um, fifty toilets. It's like the the kid in a. With Francis's bath in uh, oh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Adventure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I think about Great that scene. movie so often. I love that movie. It's the best movie. When he has the gum that makes the like, ah! the, <laughs> and all the, the ink starts prank. coming down. Yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, the Francis. The dun, 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 yes, the knocking dun, dun, hands. Dun, dun, so dun, dun, good. Dun. Danny Elfman's best score too. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Dun, 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 dun. It's so good. Oh man, I love that movie. I might do a rewatch this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I think the kids would like it. Oh man, I was obsessed with it. Yeah, from when I, I was me like too. Three it was onwards, a movie I watched the most when I was. I, we pirated it, and I just watched it constantly. I liked it way more than Big Top Pee Wee. Oh, Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah, it's not the same filmmakers. That's like a bizarre sequel. Though I do appreciate what they did, where they just took like they almost like Elvisified Pee Wee, where like they took the, the the real person Elvis and had him play different characters in every movie. Yeah. They just kind of like, yeah, Pee Wee's now living in a country town and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of really appreciate that. But yeah, Ultraman um, really felt like, Shin Ultraman that is, uh, felt like- Shin stands for new. Doing the, like, doing a kind of like a, a more comedic version of the government bureaucracy yeah. side of, uh, of, of Shin Godzilla. There was a lot of like sitting at desks, <laughs> a lot of that, but so, it also really was far more kaiju-y than I actually anticipated. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but yeah, whereas uh, um, Shin Kamen Rider is pretty much purely just a, a monster action movie without any of the government shit, which was surprising. Feels like a big kind of change. Um, and also, Anno did write, produce. He did a lot on Ultraman and actually motion captured a lot of Ultraman. Okay. For those scenes where he's big and fighting, that's like Anno. Okay, sweet. Yeah, which is sick. And I think like, yeah. The, um, it was like three big episodes I, It reminded me of Because there was like three Monsters of the week Yeah totally And, the and they're like really funny They were just like dudes Who would sit with him and chat Like it was really I, I thought it was really the funny The ending rocked too What's the ending again? Just the way he goes out And and why his decision to And like it's good Yeah good shit. No I loved it It was it was a, it was a great film So hopefully there's more opportunity For people to see that again Is there even I'm like sure a- it's going to come to Amazon right? If I guarantee you they'll do Kamen Rider and that. Oh, yeah, they've got Evangelion as well, but Shin Godzilla isn't there, is it? I think Mad Men have the rights here. It okay. could be in another country. I have like the digital 4K of it. 
Um, I still like Shin Godzilla. Out of the two I've seen, I like Shin Godzilla more. I think that's just because I like Godzilla is like such a character. I, I, even I knew about. I'd seen Japanese films, anime, and a Western film, so it was cool to see that version. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ultraman was sick. He's such a bizarre design. Yeah, totally. Just like that, kind the, of like the, a the, fish the looking dude. His nose, yeah. The weird like lip hanging out. Yeah. Bizarre and like isn't quite metal. What is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think Shin Kamen Right. I mean, it's funny. Like both both movies were hindered somewhat. Like one by the fact I couldn't speak Japanese and there were no mm. subtitles. The other one and the other one that I just, you <laughs> saw the Flash that day. Yeah, <laughs> the Flash. I was in in the, in the Speed Force. Yeah. Um, but I think I would put. I think I would go, yeah, Shin Godzilla, then Shin Kamen Rider, then Shin Ultraman. I am so excited for Kamen Rider. Yeah. I love the look of the character. Wait till you see some of the enemies that, that show Sick. up in this. It's so great. I've seen a spider one that has like legs the, coming the, out, the, like webbing. The bat is so demented. Like I oh, almost sick. I almost spent way too much money trying to win a figure of it in Ichiban Kuji. There like, is an amazing SF, SH figure arts of uh, Shin Kamen Rider. Cool. That I'm like, if I, you know, if I had a infinite sum of money I'd cop. Yeah. It's a great such an incredible design. Um so we we thought we would be doing Indiana Jones this week. Oh yeah, I got my wires crossed. Or should I say my whips crossed? Well, I, I just feel like there's a bunch of things coming out. Is, is it out in America this week or no? no. It's just out worldwide next week. They ju- I yeah, I, I assumed when Sydney Film Festival did like the closing night film of it on the Sunday, I was like, oh, it must be coming out this week cuz yeah, totally. But no, it was like a two-week lead or something. And then you saw Asteroid City during um, Sydney Film Festival too, and that isn't coming out here until, until like, like August, August September yeah. or something. Yeah, which is stupid. As like, why? Who's doing that? What so is you this? went to town on a film festival, right? You were like telling me how much you hate film festivals. I just, I don't. There's something about how big Sydney Film Festival is now, where it's like 13 different venues showing movies. Mm. And just like an ungodly amount of different movies, I just it's I, I think it's awesome that there's so many opportunities to see movies that would be like you know pretty impossible, hard, to, impossible watch. to watch. Yeah. But I feel like I wish that they would divvy it up into like smaller film festivals that had different names, like that that so it just felt a bit more conquerable. I don't know. I think the good part is like you are like fuck. I don't know what I'm going to say. Like there's there's such a gamble. Yeah, it's it's. It I took me like two hours to plan my two weeks. Yeah, like, and that I rules. Had to I'm glad that you know it's almost like yeah. a holiday for you. I saw like yeah maybe sixteen, seventeen or so. Yeah, I I, I have children, so I saw one. Yeah, but I, I just bet yeah. you slept through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like me with um Secret Invasion, and I have no kids. Yeah, true. I also love that both of us watched most of Secret Invasion while doing a shit, which is yeah. Great hey fam the, the shit um the shit edit. <laughs> um shit invasion. Turns out our shit wasn't the stinkiest thing in the room while that was playing. God damn it. That, that, we'll get to that. That sucks. Yeah. Um thankfully we're also gonna talk about something that I'm incredibly po- um, positive about, and that's uh, Righteous Gemstones. That too, and also yeah. Mario uh Wonder. Well just talk about the Nintendo Direct. In general, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um uh yeah, obviously yeah, indie is next week. Yeah, so I I watched I think- <laughs> Yeah. I told you I watched four Indiana Jones movies in one day, including The Dial of Destiny. So you I woke seen- up at nine, uh, eight and just hit play on Raiders. So you watched everything but Temple, right? Yeah, just because it was a pre. It's so standalone, and I crunched the numbers. I made, you know, lunch. I was like, I don't think I have time to watch all of them, so I had to sacrifice Temple that day. Which are you sitting on on the couch for the entirety of that, or or are you um? You know, walking around doing a few errands while the movie's on during the familiar parts. I pause when I do that. Okay, right. Yeah, I watch a movie. Out of respect. Yeah, of course I do. I'm not a, not a, like a Neanderthal, (laughs) which is why I knew I couldn't fit all four in because I was like, I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to do this. So I watched Temple afterwards. So I watched five in two days. Which is pretty crazy. Because oh, so you have watched Temple since. That's oh, I watched it the following day after wow. Dial of Destiny. It's a lot of indie. <laughs> it's a lot of indie. I feel like I'm a, uh, uh, you know, I, uh, through osmosis. I, I, I you be, uh, if you're a Star Wars mega fan, you kind of are through osmosis an Indiana Jones fan, mm. just because of the constant uh, parallels, the production timelines, the Harrison Fordness, the George Lucasness of it. Yeah, so it was really good watching them all. But I went for the um, white. Uh, evil people as villains, machete order, as I'm yeah, calling sure. it, which uh, gets rid of Temple of Doom because they're uh, Indian villains. <laughs> they're the only brown villains. The movie's crazy as shit. Dude, it's, it's insane. Yeah, I, th- I feel like 
Everyone talks about the melting faces in Raiders, but for me, it's like it's all the insane violence and oh, being exposed to that. When I saw it, just, when I was like just eight. child slaves, and they're what like, "What is this it's, movie? It's like, so dark." And yeah. like you know, and it was PG. It was PG thirteen. So the first here, movie here, it was yeah. It's the first PG. movie to get PG. They invented <laughs> PG thirteen for it. Crazy. Uh, Spielberg like pushed for it. He's like, there needs to be another rating. And the movie's so dark because um, George Lucas was going through a divorce. <laughs> And like that's the rumor. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like channel like, with like the heart, heart getting ripped out. out right. Literally, yeah, he was going through a really bitter divorce that he was not the instigator of. And uh, yeah, it's such a bizarre movie. I mean, it's kind of the only one that doesn't. The other ones all have like certain DNA things shared in their DNA. I mean, Last Crusade is kind of standalone too, but it has um, Salas in it. Uh, John Rhys Davies yep. is everyone's favorite brown face. <laughs> He's in the new one too. Oh, is he? Yeah. And are they like, what do they talk about, say about his background? Oh, he's a cab driver in okay. New York City, which is, I don't know. Is he afraid of no ghosts? No, he ain't afraid of no ghosts. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, um, Temple is just such a standalone. Yeah, absolutely. And at least, you know, with Kingdom of Crystal Skull, you have Marion in it, who's the love interest from the first one. And you yep. find out is the mother of his child, Mark Williams. Um but yeah, I, I won't talk about it yet because it's not out yet. But you do find out, I will say this, you do find out uh, Mutt Williams' whereabouts. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. And let's just say if you're a fan of how they deal with uh, Shia LaBeouf's absence in the Transformers movies, then you're going to love the way they do it in <laughs> Dial of Destiny. It is basically the same. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Did you enjoy it overall? Yeah, but the biggest problem I had, and I think I told you this, was the sound. So it's at the State Theatre, which if you live in Sydney or even Australia, it's like this beautiful ornate. Yeah, but it's not a good place to watch a movie. It's a terrible yeah. place to watch a movie. Watch a band or it's a play. It's pretty good to like... watch like, I guess, a subtitled film or like a quiet documentary, but not a film that has like John Williams score blaring, sound effects, quite a lot of like, not so much, but still like important exposition is delivered That's sometimes. what I mean. Like, if Sydney Film Festival just took over one thing of cinemas... Hmm. Or maybe even two. No, you know, know, it's like the closing night, so they had to do... But I know people who left because they're like, I want to go see this at a multiplex. Right. The sound was so bad. My dad was like... I took my dad and he was like, oh, is it just me? And I'm like, no, I don't know what they're saying for half of this movie. So I really... I think I really liked a lot of it, but I did find... I, I was frustrated the whole time. And there was these really annoying... I'd say... I kept doing a lot of turning around and glaring because these two super annoying guys sat behind me who thought it would be like if you and I were recording a <laughs> podcast in um, a movie. Like they were just quipping the whole time and they were just like, they looked like the type of dudes who like told um, Alice, uh, Brie Larson to kill herself. They're just like neck beardy dudes and... Every time one of them like brought like drank alcohol, one of them would be like, mm, yeah, like on screen if someone popped a bottle, uh. it was really weird. It was super obnoxious, and they were just like cracking jokes the whole time, getting beers every few minutes. Like that's an expensive. Oh yeah, to get, like, yeah, it's to, like yeah. fifty bucks or something to go see this at the. It was, it was so off putting. Mm, yeah, and that were yeah. One kept going like this, like that. Yeah. Every time someone popped open a, it was so weird, and everyone just kept looking at him. And they were like our age. It was so obnoxious. That's and bizarre. It was really off-putting. The sound mix was bad. Well, so what I didn't like about Chin Ultraman was that like we got there early because yeah. you know even they I don't have trailers. They don't they have just a, kind of do a hard. Was, EB Games is definitely closed. No yeah. Wario games, although no. a new one was announced. Um, new WarioWare game coming That's out. That's right. And thankfully, it comes out a little bit after uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Tom Cruise won't out. have to kill you. Um, but uh, the amount of people that just walked in late. To that showing Absurd. was fucking. I was just like, man, like it's a, it's meant to be like this, you know, big celebration yeah. of film, cinephiles only. Get to the fucking showing on time. Honestly, yeah. Like I don't respect movies when I go see them at ten a.m. in the morning and they're like dumbass Hollywood shit. No, obviously I should have respected uh, Mission Impossible four five or yeah. six more than I more than I did. Yeah, but um, I find that still quite offensive. But my love for Wario uh, outshines my love for Tom Cruise. Yes, a game that, you know, (laughs) you could have bought after this. It's also like one of the most important pieces of HeyFam lore. It is. It's what what separates you and I. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, it's Um, both of our autism on display. My my insistence of like, just like pure silence, like Lenny getting the awards right out while watching a movie. I'm like locked in staring and you being like, 
I've got to buy this Wario game that absolutely no one else in Parramatta is buying this month. No, totally. But I have to get it's it. It's on the other side of the shopping center, though. I wanted to get it over and done with, you know? Absurd yeah. behavior. <laughs> a game that you could, like... At that point, that movie was only available in cinemas, but a game you could have bought from, like, any country in the world, <laughs> any... Like any shop in the like in Sydney that sells video games, and it's a compilation of the old games. And like you don't even play it. No, I played the shit out of it. You kidding me? But you don't even play it now. Like, well, do you not watch Mission Impossible Fallout now? I do. I'm literally up to it. (laughs) I've watched one to five this uh, fortnight. So I'm interviewing them next week. Which them. The cast, which director. How, how many of the cast? I don't know. I'm not saying Tom Cruise yet because I haven't been locked in. Okay, man. If you interview Tom Cruise, that's oh, fucking crazy. That's Hey Fam Law. <laughs> I mean, at, slightly outside of Hey Fam Law, the third mic of Hey Fam noon, but don't ever let him hear this. Um, oh, he's he, listening. He, he met Baz Luhrmann. Oh, this is an amazing story. Did he tell you about no, it? No, I, I had dinner with him last night. I forgot to talk about it. No, but. it's a great story. He was like, he messaged me and was surprised I didn't show up two minutes later. <laughs> they were at a, a hotel lobby, like Ace Hotel in Sydney. Yep. And um, I won't I won't go to the full story. I'll let Noon tell it. But the best bit was uh, Baz insisted on taking the photo. He said, "I'm the director. Let me frame it." <laughs> Which I'm like, that is so fucking oh, sick. That makes me love him so much. I love more. Baz. Yeah. And just hearing that, he and he's just like, "Of course you can get a photo." He was like, really friendly. You can send letters in Australia using a Baz Luhrmann stamp. I have a book of Baz Luhrmann stamps on my fridge. <laughs> They only make like 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 a collectible kind of like wallet with for this day. Yeah, I'll look into it. Yeah, we should, we should own that. I I want only mail delivered by bad stamps. Yeah, it's the only mail I'm posting. Fuck, I got. I got It'd a be delivery. funny if the world like you know Australia. I mean, it's already happening, but like we go into like a recession and like nothing's the only the, the, the anything new- worth that's like 50 cents still is like the Baz Luhrmann stamps. <laughs> like I have, I'm the richest guy in the world because <laughs> I have a book of Baz Luhrmann stamps that are like equate that value. I got a delivery just before we hit record of, uh, of some Sonic the Hedgehog cupcakes to celebrate Sonic day. Okay. Yeah. His birthday today. Um, do you want one? Uh, I'll have half of one if you want half. Yeah, so I left half because that's okay. all I could do. Very yeah, I don't want to have, We'll have one between hay and yeah. pay. And now, a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, but hey, hey. do you want to do um, direct talk first or uh, gemstones or secret invasion? Let's do secret invasion. Get the shit out of the way. <laughs> Um, all right, we've, we have a long storied history with trying to enjoy the Marvel TV stuff. Um, yeah, and I think like uh, you know we're not, we're not breaking any new ground when we say some of it's been pretty good and a lot of it's been terrible. And it's such a very interesting like 
the development of the streaming. I mean, I, I think like this is always like this is hyperbolic, but it's the 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 fast rate of adaptation of like direct to streaming shows but shot under like a traditional film production as mm. opposed to like a TV structure. It's like a huge transition, which we're still in such the early days of that is like silent film switching to talkies. I think like these things are not TV, I think, and they're not movies and they don't really know what they are. And that seems to be a huge problem, but they are hiring TV people now. Like the showrunner from Mr. Yeah. Robot was the showrunner on secret invasion. Right. But this thing had like no flow. There's no source. There's absolutely zero yeah. source. Zero, I was zero ju- juice I it, free. I thought it looked like it, it looked so banal. It had zero flair. Also, like it's been five or six years since we have an order. I know, like there was a pandemic, but like since we've seen like Nick Fury, like I'm like, what does he do now? For me, it was like the biggest failure that the show has is that yeah, it failed to introduce any character properly. Yeah, like I even wanted a Maria Hill reintroduction, not for me, but just like so people know who she is. The last time we saw her, I think was like fucking Winter Soldier, which is like nine years old. No, no, she she gets turned to dust at the end of um, oh, Endgame to oh no, whatever Infinity, Infinity War. But War that's too. it. She's like riding yeah, shotgun. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then she she is the scroll form of her is in No Way Home as is Fury. Who are they both? Far from home. Far from yeah. What did I say? No, no way, way home. Far but it's home, like yeah. Ben Mendelsohn, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and his yeah. wife are, are pretending to be that Fury whole thing. Like if killed. if the payoff for all of that is this show's existence, it's so weird. Like this whole saber thing. Like I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, totally. Like I, I want to explore honestly, that. Why don't we get a fucking Nick I Fury in think space they, show? Honest, Why send him to space if it's just this like period of time that we're never going to see? I think getting rid of Shield is like a huge problem. That I did like the plot fake out that there was like, oh, Shield's actually been Hydra. But then I think by the end of the next movie, they're like, cool, Shield's back to normal now. I think getting rid of Shield is cool because now they replaced it with Sword, which is the same thing. Yeah, as Shield, I know. And it's only existed in like One Division, so it's really confusing. And then there's Saber, and now as there's well. Saber, which we don't know anything yeah. about. But it's like they should. I, I think honestly, getting rid of Shield completely was kind of a disservice because now you're like, well, who does Maria? Well, Hill I mean, work imagine for? being the fucking showrunner of Agents of Shield, which is you know oh, yeah, yeah, tied yeah. into, and, and then finding out. Oh, by the way, your things are ruse, and yeah, then they had and, to. And, lie. But then, but then it turns out to be like an amazing move that that I think like watching this Secret it's Invasion like show, I was like, fuck, I miss Agents of Shield. It freed show, it right of being that like show was tired. like hammy as shit, but it was so fun. What and was this? It? Was this Secret Invasion was absolutely devoid of. What did they do in me. the end? They were like, oh, it's a different universe or something. Like I don't know what the explanation was, but yeah, it was like they keep it semi-separate. Yeah, um, but like it was I freed from the that, shackles of like. That show had fun until the end. It, it did so many weird, cool yeah. premises. Whereas this, like, for me... Like, it was so dour. So dour. And also it's like, okay, <coughs> it's about alien shows and post- Aliens, in, 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 like, you know, pretending to be humans. That's cool. That's a cool thing. That, like, preys on, like, 50s so, films about, like, paranoia. You know, like... Why, are we in, why aren't we in New York where there can be so many opportunities to show people that we know that, oh, actually turns out they're scrolls? we're in Moscow. Why are we in Russia? <laughs> why do these guys love Russian terrorists so much? It's so funny. And why is every villain in these TV shows, like, someone who starts, like, a cult of people? Yeah. We saw it in um, Falcon Winter th- th- Soldier. We felt, saw it, it just felt Moon too Night. similar to Falcon yeah. and exactly both of those. I was it like, felt- it's the same thing. They have these like communities, and they're like, don't worry, we're all good. Like I'm it's like-, like you know you have like more villains than you do heroes to pull from in yeah. the lore of like you know Marvel superheroes. Like why why are we doing this? Yeah, I, what's I, the point of just having these like weird? Uh, it's it was just it's like I said devoid of fun, and it's like when you read a comic book, even if it's bad, it's still fun. It's They're fun and colorful. Punchy. It's and twenty like, pages exactly. You're done. And it's, it's just like it's so just drawn out minutes. and slow, and it just I don't. It's my biggest problem with comic book adaptations. They take themselves so yeah, seriously. This should be so fun that like there should have been like that opening skull reveal. It should have been something funny. It should have been like fucking Conan O'Brien is a scrub. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, a Tonight Show host turn. And it's something like that. Like, I, I don't need to see like one of the faceless agents of this universe who is Agent like, Ross? Yeah. He's, he's our kind of, favorite MCU character. No, he's my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it just like meant nothing. Yeah, no. I, I, know. I know. Well, I mean, what, what meant nothing was that the, the confusing pace of it was they go from... so. 
the person who shoots Agent Ross turns out to be Mendo's, whatever his scroll name is. Talos. Ben Mendelssohn, Talos. So, look, it's always really good to see Ben Mendelssohn. And but, it, man, I felt his pain when he was trying to deliver some of the fucking ex- he exposition doing, he had to in this in He the was show. doing the best acting in the show, though. Yeah, no, definitely. He was the only one that showed, like, remorse or sadness for past things, where Sam Jackson's just quipping the whole time. But, but he shoots this Agent Ross, who then turns out to be a scroll, and then... Immediately after, they're like, "Oh, sorry to hear about your wife." And yeah. I was like, "Oh, was that was was that his wife that was posing as Agent no, she Ross? She just died. She just died off screen in like who knows how long ago." I again, I, I for all those things, I'm like, I'll wait till it's done because I reckon no one's dead. I reckon there's just going to be this like triple, quadruple cross, which is so of, boring. Like, yeah, I think that's what's going to be. There's, she's probably alive. She's probably Maria Hill or something. Yeah, well, she, she's dead too now. Well, yeah, the dead, I, the, I mean, de- like, the dead woman trilogy like, like uh, phase. Yeah, it kills Talos's wife and Maria. I don't think Hill. anyone's dead. I think it's the whole thing with this show. Yeah, I don't know. I, I she didn't will turn into a scroll at the end. It's like done. Yeah, but they're going to do IMDs, maybe like the uh, the like what yeah. is it? something decoy. That, yeah, that, um, I have no idea, but I just that, like actually best best phase of Agents of Shield was when they did that. He was one life right? LMD like, like life something. Yeah, decoy. life model decoy. It's man, it was such a, like that for me. That was like as fun as reading a comic. Oh, that's so good. I can take off my sunglasses now. The uh, sun went down. <laughs> <laughs> Angus has been wearing sunglasses for forty-seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it feels like we're like recording a, a, a podcast that only exists in like 30 second chunks on TikTok. Yeah. And we're talking about like why women shouldn't be allowed to vote. Yeah, exactly. Or why, um, no, you nailed it. Yeah. But oh, the sun's coming back out again. Great. <laughs> Putting the shades back on. And another thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like this show even came out with no fanfare. Oh, it was suddenly out. I was like, you oh, were like, shit, Secret, Secret Invasion's out. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like normally I'm seeing like, Huge thing. I don't know. I reckon people are fucking aware of the fatigue. Of course, I I just like we might have been. I feel like like Iger's come back and just been like everything Chapek did is fucked. Yeah, I just let's just let these things go out and and drown. Unfortunately, including Elemental, but apparently, like yeah, like the difference between like like Elemental's done I think sixty million box office off, but it costs two hundred million to make. It does not need to cost that much to make. I mean, I understand that they like pushing the technology as far forward as possible with these movies, and they, you know, all their studios are in California, and and, and so like that's that that comes a much higher price. The taxes are crazy. Yeah, but like I don't know, like the the fact that there's only like you know. 60 million difference between how much the flash costs and how much elemental cost. And like the, the, you know, you look at the cast in that it's, yeah, Pixar need to figure out a way to make their movies be cheaper or also won't be allowed to release original content anymore. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it just, this just feels dour. It feels very far away from those first, like great. And I would, I think they're great five or six episodes of one division. It feels like worlds away yeah, from that. Yeah, because Noon was saying last night we have a dinner. He he loved it, and he was like, "But you know, like you know, let it cook." The the first episode's never good, and I was like, "No, they should I'm be like, no, no, the first episode's generally the best episode of the series." Also, like a first episode should be good. Like the first episode of One Division is, is easy the best. It's the best yeah. thing of television Marvel's done. And then even Falcon Winter Soldier, it's like, oh, cool, it's setting shit up, you know, and yeah. like, you see Bucky and, and it's just nice hanging out with these characters again. The first episode of One Division is the best bit of content Marvel's. Yeah, done, I would agree I with think, you for like, sure on television by far just that weird black and white you had no idea what was going on there was no hand holding and like for me it was like okay i fucking hated that first episode of moon knight but i've still stuck it through and i was like why did i do that and not feel oh, good after yeah. watching all of it the moment i feel like this again about another one of these things mm. i'm just gonna tap out and i cannot believe the show with sam jackson ben mendelson Fucking Martin Freeman, Martin Freeman, Kobe Olivia Coleman, Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark, like genuine actors, actual that, actors I, that I love in yeah. other things. This is where I'm like, I'm out. Like, this is I don't want to watch another second of this show. Yeah, I, it's one of the worst first episodes of anything I've seen. It was so boring. It was dull. I was just, it was just people walking. And I talking. stopped. I stopped watching midway through and rewatched the "I Think You Should Leave" season three sketch. Much where, better. Where the uh, with the turnstile song. Much better. The, I listen to that song so many fucking times. It's so times. funny seeing the Skrull transformations. I mean, they try to go for the Spielbergian. Something <laughs> walks in front and then they're there. Yeah, because, yeah. But it's just like, you can tell they ain't paying that shit to, to see someone transform. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. There was that scene where the guy took his hat off and when he did, he like had his head down, transformed, looked up yes. and put his head down. And it was like, it was really funny how like low they went with it. Yeah, I, I like Every transformation the, was off screen. You just were, saw someone reacting going... <laughs> there were a few moments where, um, uh, like, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's interesting." Like, the, I liked the the, the final scene um, 
it's filmed clearly in a big crowd and it was great to see a Marvel thing that isn't like oh, a yeah, shitty green sure. screen. And I liked the effects of like where like, you know, you're following a scroll who's changing Yeah. Who's changing what they look like every every like, I like that too. five every seconds. But steps. also why didn't fucking Fury just shoot it? Like it had yeah, so many like, opportunities it, to. Yeah, and, and, I'm sure we'll find out something because everyone did you notice like five people were like, You're different, Nick Fury. Is it that he's a scroll? I don't know. I hope he loses his other eye in this series. It's the only thing that would get me to like if he just has he's just two fully eye blind. No, if he just wears two eye patches. Oh, that's great. Like sunglasses. <laughs> well, he looks like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Ray Charles. That'd be sick. Stevie Wonder stuff. Yeah. But he uh everyone keeps going like, You're really different. Or like yeah. I but I'm like Something changed after the blip. Thanos yeah. has changed. It was so weird hearing Olivia Coleman say Thanos. Yeah, it is pretty weird. Why she was she? great, but I have no idea who she is. In it. Exactly, is, they did such like a bad a job of explaining who she is. Like, I was like, does she work for like a? Noon said apparently they say MI6 during her scene, so he was like, oh, she's from MI6. Like, I missed that completely. I missed like, that completely. I thought like that you... she was like a ambassador, maybe because her house was so luxurious. I was like, is she like an ambassador for England yeah, and she, Russia? She or just something? loves clocks. Yeah, she's like, yeah, guys in the circus put one up. I was like, okay. <laughs> Isn't that what she said? Yeah. I was like, whatever, dude. And then he's like, this is a nice chair. Oh, no, that was somewhere else. We are like genuinely like pivoting towards a Hey Fam without superheroes, which is pretty exciting. It's great. It's yeah. exciting. It's just so I much just, better I content. I have no fucking interest in this now. Like, it's it's very interesting though that, uh, you know, I, I think what's happened to the DCEU in 10 years, it's what's going to happen. It's a microcosm of the bigger picture with all these genre films. Did you see today... The like gross was out for all of the DCEU films, so the highest grossing of them all was um, domestic. So this is box office opening. Sorry, yeah. Batman vs Superman was the highest one at one hundred sixty six yep. million, which is pretty big. And we have the Flash. So they've had how many films? One, two, three. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We have the Flash as like the bottom third, which is insane. And so the top top. The top three are all films that came out. The first three films. Yeah. Man of Steel, BVS, Suicide Squad. The lowest three. I mean, I'm not really counting the Suicide Squad or Wonder Woman 84 because they were done during the pandemic. Pandemic movies. But the lowest, uh, The Flash is just like one million more than Shazam was. Which was like a sleeper hit. Yeah, totally. But also like, you know, that was not, they weren't putting anywhere near as much marketing budget into Shazam. I'm still like baffled by how much money they probably spent on this movie that we don't know about. Like... The stuff they would have had to pay for Ezra, the stuff that like this will be studied as like why did you make release this film? And yeah. it's shown that like first of all, like you said, audiences are fatigued. Audiences have zero investment in a film that we've been told by the studio that doesn't matter in the scheme of things to come. And people don't like Ezra Miller. Like people will not see a film who stars somebody who has been like in the press for two years for like so many. So, so many things. I know that there's there's a comedy that everyone keeps telling me to keep what, to watch. You you included the Camerino's in it. It's uh, oh the other two, the other yeah, two. It's great. And is that about a studio or is it about a, a, an actor? Uh, so it's about a uh, it's about like a Maddie B raps style of kid, <laughs> and it's about like him getting big. It's the oh, first okay, season's right. about him, and he's like this teenager who his name's Chase Dreams, and he gets big. <laughs> And Molly Shannon's his mother, right. who's like a momager, and Ken Reno's his manager. He's like a guy who manages TikTok kids. Yep. And it's about this sister and brother who are older than the kid, who both want to work in the industry, but like are not famous, but are famous by osmosis through him later. They're like, oh, you're Chase Dreams' big brother. Cool. And they start like getting in the industry and getting roles and stuff. But, but I reckon it's very funny. It's I- like, it's very 30 Rock in the sense of way it like uses actors and right yeah things. sure yeah so i reckon we are very very close to getting a succession style drama that follows a film studio and and takes a lot of influence from the warner brothers merger yeah. the fuck up of the dceu like i just i reckon that we could be such a good pedigree It'd be incredible show. i mean i've we've i've always said like we should make a book or a doco about it like but a show would be how are we gonna funnier. get access to it or we just show would be funny we get, get, get people to reenact it <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 so insane. Um, I like I don't really understand the breadth of what is going on there. In all honesty, but I just read this morning that like Spielberg, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Scorsese like made an impassioned phone call to, to Zaslav about like saving TCM, uh, TCM the like the classic, classic movies movie channel. channel. Yeah, just because they were like, are we getting rid of everything that isn't a reality show? It's absurd, and I mean, you know, it ties into like. Was there any follow up from that, or we don't know? 
apparently they said it went well and they're like he really likes old movies it's okay i don't really know what's going I've, on but this, it just it just sounds like sucks. a disaster i hope like, he gets weinstein so fast remember how funny it was i kept i was thinking on the way over that day and there were two different days but it was like the day that they announced everything that was going to be on HBO Max and everything that was going to be on Disney Plus and now just like half of those things don't exist yeah, a lot of them weren't made they were just like we're making a Rocketeer series but she's black now and I was like yeah I love the Rocketeer and then like the first taste we got of like the National Treasure series which only resembled the film that people liked by name everyone was like oh yeah we, like we don't like logos aren't cool. Like we don't care yeah, about yeah. like logos. Like we just want good content. So it was such a weird error. Yeah, my Archie just finished the um the Mysterious Benedict Society books and uh, and was like really keen to watch the TV show. They made two seasons of it. Tony Hale's the lead character. Oh yeah. It's gone. They got rid of it. Yeah, they got rid of um Willow, the Lucasfilm yeah. series. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. It's For gross. tax reasons it's or something. It's so gross. Why do they get rid of it? <clears throat> yeah, because you, it, if you just try to be like, it's a loss, it will never generate any more money, then you can actually claim it as a loss and you get tax breaks because it's of insane. It. Yeah. Hard copies. Everyone get hard copies of things. Uh, I'm about to get hard copies um, of <laughs> of us talking about Righteous Gemstones and, Hell yeah, and brother. Mario Wonder. Um, I'm definitely never watching another episode of Secret Invasion. And if I do, it's a cry for help. It's a scroll. I'm a scroll, yeah, scroll, only a scroll 11s will watch the, the another episode of that shit. I, I honestly am like, yeah, I don't think, and I, the funny thing is like, I don't think anyone cares about this. I've not, not seen like a, a rave review on it. Well, everyone's just so angry about the AI intro, which oh, I that's agree at least is totally my problem. Gro- exactly, but the rest of the show I was is like, far so, worse. That was just clickbait stuff. Like, yes, the implications of that are potentially yeah, like Disney has However, though, to- like it was made by like a... a like a design studio and like people created it. Like there's credits for who did the OPC. Yeah, but I think, you know, the, 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 the software that creates those AI images still does so by pulling from other images. Absolutely. Other the implications are like yeah. scary and it sucks, but I'm like, guys, that's the least of everyone's problems. Like, let's like look, look what they can achieve without AI. It's, it's so worse. much worse. I'd rather yeah. AI do the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about um, a surprisingly great Nintendo Direct and an obviously great uh, intro, the first two episodes of The Righteous Gemstones, which oh, yeah. is a show that I feel like not enough people watch. It's no. such a fucking awesome HBO yeah. show slash comedy slash sitcom. Danny McBride just consistently proving he is fire. the best like comedic talent of the generation, I yeah. think. Uh, so come on over. The rare one who fam. is uh, in front of and behind of camera. And famously met your dad. Famously met my dad. Um, so head over to patreon.com slash HeyFam. Come here an episode of HeyFam, uh, which you can get for just five bucks a month. It gets you a bonus episode of HeyFam every single week. And uh, also access to our Discord community where you can complain about the things that we complain about or um, love the things that we love. Only those options. Only the same opinions. Nothing else. Over at patreon.com slash HeyFam. Five bucks a month. There's no better way to spend your money. I love you all.